0: Hi, everybody. It's Tuesday morning, Soccer Living Podcast. This is Mark Seer, Coming off Super Bowl weekend, we've actually got the CONCACAF Champions League starting up tonight. Teams like NYCFC, Seattle Sounders, Colorado Rapids, Montreal, a New England revolution who looks like their game is going to get forfeited because their opponent cannot get vaccinations to get into the country, which is obviously a bummer. Other big news, Josie Altador. It's finalized going to the New England or is at the New England Revolution. We'll be playing for Bruce Serena, who, who, despite my apprehensions of him as, an, as a U.S. national team coach, I have always said and I will continue to say that Bruce Serena, as much as it pains me to say this, is the king of MLS. The guys just figured it out. All these weird rules, all these goofy things with – player rights and TAM and GAM and ATM or whatever you call it, the guy has mastered MLS. So believe it or not, he is, I'm predicting this right now, he is going to inspire a Josie Altador resurgence. I just have that feeling. And again, I've talked to guys that played for Bruce Serena when he was at Virginia and then watched his, his uh, professional career explode you know, into being one of the most winningest coaches out of any American ever. And a lot of these guys say, listen, he runs the same sessions he ran in college at Virginia. But what he does, and I've interviewed guys that that have played for Bob Bradley, is they're very demanding. They want more out of you. They need you to give them more. And that's what managers and good coaches do. Well, whether I agree with how Bruce coaches or not, I can say that everybody I've talked to that's played for either Bruce Arena or Bob Bradley has just said that they're they're demanding. They'll literally come up to you and be like, it's got to be better. We need more goals out of you. We need more running out of you. We need more hits out of you. We need more assists out of you. They're not afraid to let you know that. And that's the sign of a good manager, in my opinion, is you have to have that honesty. So Josie Altidore going to play for Bruce Serena. I think Bruce is going to set him up to succeed in the Eastern Conference there. I think Josie will score goals. I've never been a huge fan of Josie, to be honest with you. He doesn't score enough at the national team level, in my opinion, compared to Zardis. who Zardis' average is almost one every four goals. I believe Josie is one out of every two and a half games he scores for our national team, or had scored. But don't be surprised, guys. I know this might sound crazy, and people brought it up during the last window, but if if Josie Altidore catches fire this summer— and start scoring goals for the New England Revolution and MLS, you know what's coming next. Do not be surprised if Greg calls him into the national team. My thing is this, guys. I don't care if Eddie Johnson starts scoring goals again or Chris Wondolowski starts scoring goals again. If they're scoring goals on a consistent basis, and again, it depends what type of goals, right? If it's all penalty kicks and MLS, that's not a guy you bring in that you think is going to help qualify for the World Cup and or get you out of a group and cutter, But if guys have got the touch, if they got the mojo going and they're putting that ball in the back of the net, like Jordan Pifak, who cares if he's in Switzerland or Italy or wherever? The guy's scoring a goal almost every time he steps on the pitch. Hmm. That's kind of curious. Do you think that has, you know, U- U.S. soccer fans a little curious as to why he's not getting called in and given substantial playing time? We need guys to score goals, 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 and then more goals. And when they think they're tired of scoring goals, we ask them to continue scoring even more. That's how this works. We got to put pressure on these guys. They like the pressure. They want the pressure. And the pressure has to come from external forces. You know, the guy, remember, you know, in your job or whatever you do, you can only push yourself so far, right? Like if you're at the gym and you're like, oh, I can only do 10 reps of these. Well, if you have a personal trainer there and they're like, well, we're going to go 11 or 12 reps on this. Oh, somehow you can do 11 or 12 reps. It's the same with sports. It's the same with our pro teams. It's the same with our national team. We have to demand performance. And that's what these guys have signed up for, folks. They didn't get, I guess some of them did get drafted in MLS, but you know what I mean. It's not the military. You can always opt out and go get a regular job. But if you do want to be in this environment where you get paid a lot of money every day to get up, go to training for a couple hours, go get lunch, go get some rehab, go get a nap, do whatever you want to do in the evening. The flip side of that is you are a public figure. And you're gonna and you're gonna catch some flack if things aren't going your you know the fans' way. So we can ratchet up that pressure now, guys, and carry that through the World Cup if we're there, hopefully. Which I'm confident we will be, just again because we have to be. That's my rationale for all this. Is we have to be shows you how confident I am in things. And then we're going to build up into the 26 World Cup here, but that still seems so far away. I mean, we've got to we've got to qualify, guys. If we don't, by the time we get to Qatar, which hopefully we do, we will have not played in a World Cup in eight years. We missed the last one, just didn't get to be in it. Well, it wasn't like we just missed it. We didn't qualify. So whatever it takes this next time around, if a guy catches fire, again, I'll use an example of Walker Zimmerman. I'm not a huge fan of MLS guys being on our national team now, unless they are an exception like Walker Zimmerman. He's a big guy. He's a leader. He hits hard. He's been relatively consistent through qualifying. He's got to be with our team when we qualify for the World Cup this fall in Qatar. Also, on a side note, Super Bowl. How about a couple soccer commercials in there? How about them pointing out Alex Morgan with her husband in the crowd? Yeah, soccer arrived a while ago here, guys. I'm not going to say, oh, soccer's arrived because they put Alex Morgan on film. But I can tell you, it wasn't that long ago that you could not pay a pundit or an announcer in another sport enough money to even suggest that they knew anything about soccer. And now during the biggest event every year in our sports media, Super Bowl, you know, they were in soccer commercials, again, pointing out Alex Morgan in the crowd. Not afraid to talk about soccer anymore when we're dealing in other sports. That's a huge thing. Again, I don't need... That to reinforce it. Oh, soccer. It's okay to like soccer here. I've liked the sport for 46 years. Way before MLS. Way before we almost had almost had too much soccer to watch every day, if there can be such a thing. I know I get confused. Do I watch some of the American guys in the Bundesliga? I can watch American guys if I want to in the, in the Spanish league. And in the French league. And in the Premier League. And in the, league, and in the Championship. So, and in the era Eredivisie. So it's an amazing time. It really is as a fan of American soccer. At the same time, we can't get soft. We can't just give up, say we've made it. Nobody else is slowing down. Remember, this is a competitive environment. None of the other countries are slowing down. And there's a lot of countries coming up that are going to surprise us during this qualifying and in the World Cup come winter. But the Josie Altador move, it's going to be interesting to see. Can we have a renaissance in his mid-30s? Can Joe C. light up the goal again like he used to for the New England Revolution? Super Bowl, Alex Morgan going global with a with a little shout-out there. Some cameo time. And now the CONCACAF Champions League starting tonight with a few games or a couple games. I'll be watching it. I love the fact that some of these are late starts. It's going to be really interesting. I know it's a challenge for MLS during their preseason, like pre-preseason Kinda. Whereas the teams from Mexico are playing, but it's, gonna, it's always a challenge. Huge rivalry between MLS and the Mexican clubs. And the Mexican clubs usually get the best of us in Champions League, but hopefully MLS can turn that around. If you haven't been checking my most recent episodes, please check out. Just the other day, yesterday, I believe, had a great interview with Rick Tillmans, who's our resident Dutch soccer expert and a youth soccer coach few days ago, going back in the middle of next week, had a great, candid, honest interview with my good friend Jeff Carlisle from ESPN.com. And we got some great interviews coming up. So keep checking in. Thank you for all the support. And we'll see you soon.